and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end -end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring. Download the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play. Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. 100 new coronavirus cases across the Hewell of Thy Health Board were reported by Public Health Wales on November the 6th. The majority of cases were found in Carmarthenshire, which had 75 new cases, while Pembrokeshire had 12 and Ceredigion 13. To date, the three counties have had 3,117 cases. That's Pembrokeshire, 626, Ceredigion, 274, and Carmarthenshire, 2,217. Across Wales, 1,352 cases were identified by PHW from 13,241 tests. To date, 58,279 cases have been confirmed across the country. 13 deaths due to the virus were reported by PHW today, bringing the total number of coronavirus-related deaths to 1,982. 76 people have died in the Hewell of our Health Board area to date. A teenager has been arrested after a series of incidents of arson around Haverford West on Thursday evening. At around 7pm, David Powers Police were called after a notice board on the side of a building in Picton Place had been set on fire, spreading to nearby trees. Then at around 7.15pm, police received a report of two bins being set on fire in Castle Lake Car Park. Around half an hour later, officers came across a small rubbish fire near the castle entrance, outside St Martin's Church. Shortly before 9pm, officers were called to a bin set on fire in Gerald Road. A 15-year-old boy was arrested later that night and released on bail pending inquiries. Anyone with information should contact police and ask for PC 650. The recycling facility at Commons Road in Pembroke is to be removed after a long period of misuse, Pembrokeshire County Council has confirmed. The recycling containers were repeatedly contaminated with so much non-recycling material that they need to be treated as residual waste. It has also become difficult to keep a site in a clean and tidy condition, as rubbish is frequently dumped on the ground around the containers. Following a consultation between the County Council, Pembroke Town Council and local members, it has been decided to remove the facility as soon as practically possible. The nearest waste and recycling centre is at the Waterloo Industrial Estate in Pembroke Dock. People in Pembrokeshire will once again be able to visit pubs, cafes and restaurants from Monday, November the 9th. Hospitality establishments will be reopening under a new set of post-firebreak restrictions from the Welsh Government. The new restrictions are as follows. Maximum of four people from any household will be able to socialise on a table. Children aged 11 and under will not be included within this number. Larger families from the same household will be allowed on the same table. Pre-booking of a table will be compulsory, but walk-ins might be possible if this is controlled at entry. Collection of contact details will be required for everyone. The same rules will apply inside and outside premises, and 10pm curfew of alcohol sales will remain. And finally, a Milford Haven man is celebrating after he scooped £4,000 in the Pembrokeshire Lottery Super Draw. The draw was held on Wednesday, November the 4th, with Mr Philip Horn, the lucky winner. Mr Horn works for Pembrokeshire County Council and plays through a salary deduction scheme. 
The Council is one of many organisations and businesses who kindly run the scheme to support the lottery's work, helping with job creation Pembrokeshire. The Pembrokeshire Lottery contacted Mr Horne soon after the draw and he collected his winning cheque from the lottery office later on that afternoon. When asked what he planned to do with the windfall, Mr Horne told the Pembrokeshire Lottery that he would be planning a holiday once things start to return to normal. The next Super Draw on December the 2nd will be the biggest of the year as the usual £2,000 weekly prize increases to an impressive £10,000. If you would like to join up to play, call the Pembrokeshire Lottery on 01646 690 800. That's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas, here on Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio. See the action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page. If I was your boyfriend, I'd never let you go. I could take you places you ain't never been before. Baby, take a chance or you'll never ever know. I got money in my hands that I really like to blow. Swipe, swipe. While we eating fondue I don't know about me But I know about you So say hello to Falsetto In three, two, swipe I'd like to be Everything you want Hey girl Let me talk to you If I was your boyfriend Never let you go Be a buzz light, yeah, fly across the globe I don't ever wanna fight, yeah, you already know I'ma make you shine bright like you're laying in the snow Bar girlfriend, girlfriend, you could be my girlfriend You could be my girlfriend into the upper world yes. Make you dance to a spin and a twirl Voice going crazy on a hook like a whirlwind swaggy I'd like to be everything you want Hey girl, let me talk to you If I was your boyfriend, never Give me a chance, cause you're all I need, yeah. Spend a week with your boy, I'll be calling you my girlfriend. If I was your man, if I was your man. I'd never
Justin Bieber and boyfriend. It's Saturday morning. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Pure West Sport. Between now and nine, we've got all the latest sporting news from Pembrokeshire and beyond with G&G Builders, a Pembrokeshire-based company who've been in business for 30 years. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Once again, a very good morning. Welcome to Pure West Radio. Every Saturday between 8 and 9, we bring you Pure West Sport. And we've got loads to cover on the show this morning. We'll be hearing from the manager of Haverford West County, Wayne Jones. Also, our very own Bill Kahn from the fabulous website, pembrokeshiresport.co.uk. We'll be on to talk about the start to the season that the Bluebirds have had and where they go from here. Because no game today, but Kevin Druid's up next. Gordon Thomas reflects on two defeats for Wales in in their last two rugby internationals but with the autumn cup to come there's plenty of opportunities to put those right joe price rejoins us to talk about the future of women's football in pembrokeshire and we'll also be talking about the wales international football matches that are coming up against the usa ireland and finland in the company of fraser watson saturday morning that's all to come between now and nine on pure west radio The Helping Hand Initiative on Pure West Radio, supported by the Port of Milford Haven. Milford Marina looks so much better when you're dining at the Harbour Master. A friendly and relaxing atmosphere offering homemade food, handcrafted cocktails and a refreshing wine list. Enjoy a light bite, indulge in a juicy burger or some freshly cooked fish dishes. Whatever you like, the Harbour Master has it for you. Serving lunch and dinner Monday to Saturday, and yes, of course, a roast on Sundays. Book by ringing 01646 695 493, or send them a message on Facebook. The Harbour Master, Milford Marina. I'm just not feeling it. I need something more glamorous. Have you tried Image by Vanessa? Sorry, who? Image by Vanessa at Milford Waterfront. They have an amazing choice of gorgeous women's wear with professional stylists who can help find the perfect outfit. Oh, wow. What about special occasions? Oh, yes. Image by Vanessa has one of the largest local choices for mother of the bride, cruises and balls. There's no need to go anywhere else. So that's why you always look so fabulous. Thanks. I know where I'm going next. For finer fashion on your doorstep, stroll in store at Milford Waterfront or visit the Facebook page. The Helping Hand Initiative on Pure West Radio in association with the Port of Milford Haven. As a parent, you want to protect your kids. You know you can't keep them wrapped up in cotton wool forever, but there are some things that you can do, like keeping their vaccinations up to date. Some childhood diseases are on the rise again, like measles and whooping cough, and they can cause severe illness. Childhood vaccinations can help prevent them. So, are your child's vaccinations up to date? To find out more, search online for NHS vaccinations. Oi, Bob. Have you heard the news? Good, thanks, Chris. 
What's that? We're one of the finalists for Butcher Shop of the Year. Oh, congratulations to you and the team, Chris. Wow, what's that smell? That's our homemade freshly cooked pies and pasties that we now serve daily in the shop. Looks and smells great. I'll have a steak and Guinness pie and the usual, please. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Master Butchers, providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for 70 years. We're open for orders, either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. Give us a call on 01437 763 387. <laughs> Loch Myler Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional, banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream. At Folly Farm, you're guaranteed a fun family day out. Explore the zoo, experience the barn, have fun at the fairground, or just go and play. You get to pick your own adventure, and it's never been more affordable. With 15% off day tickets purchased in advance online, or the great value annual passes where you only have to visit more than twice to start saving. What better time to experience the excitement that a day at Folly Farm brings? Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. You can listen to Pure West Radio anywhere. In the kitchen, in the bath, in the garden, on the sofa. Go for it. Even in space.
Radio. I'm Ben Stone and between now and nine it's Pure West Sport and we are big supporters of the Bluebirds and at this time every Saturday we bring you the latest news from Haverford West County AFC and this week we sent Pure West Sports Bill Kahn to meet the manager Wayne Jones and they were having a really good training session actually in the background and Wayne explained that the players were working hard despite the fact there's no game this week. You know, um, we're down here tonight, there's a relaxed environment, but, you know, the, the players are still working hard, still ticking over. But, yeah, it's nice, it's a different theme to it all. And one thing that I certainly am enjoying at the moment. Yeah, I mean, if you look at those two games, though, you lost one up in New Saints, that was hard. You, I talked to you about that in a minute, and you drew last week. So one point, but you played the two of the top three sides in the league, and you've shown that your side has grown up. Yeah, I think so. You know, we we did. We honestly, we sat down as a coaching group start the season. Obviously, with what's happened with um, the COVID-19 and the regulations, we've had a short pre-season. We said it'll take us seven or eight weeks to really get going. Um, you know, we've acquitted well. We've brought in some players mm. of late, which I think has bolstered us. Um, but I think, yeah, you know, we're starting to understand roles, responsibilities. And the most pleasing thing, I think, Bill, for, from my point of view, is that We've shown now the nation on TV on two mm. occasions that, you know, we can compete with the best. So that's pleasing. But like I said, one swallow doesn't make a summer. Yeah. We've still got a lot of work to do. We've still got a lot of things to go through. And long may it continue. You lead me nicely into my next question. Because when I spoke to you at the start of the season, you, you're a realist. You made no secret of the fact you just wanted to stay up this year. But you're about just over a quarter away through the season now. Hand on heart, just between the two of us. Nobody's listening. Are you pleased with the way it's gone so far? I am, yeah. yeah. I, I, I am. And I, I go back to it, Bill. We cut out the silly mistakes, which has cost us games. And, and they're not big, bad mistakes. They're just silly. Mm. You know... Okay, we've had one or two thumpings this season, you know, i.e. Connor's key in terms of the score results, Pennebont especially. Yeah. You know, they're the two disappointing things, but we've gone to Barry, competed, you know, we've gone to Flint, get a win. On you know, the one we want to do is turn the corner and get three points at home, you know. That's mm. a big thing. And yeah. obviously we've got a tough game in two weeks' time in Druids away and then we're all cylinders go you then for Flint home. Because mm. I know you're not the sort of person who's going to be saying, oh, we're going to go up there on paper, that's going to be an easy win. Because there's no easy wins in this division, is there? There's not, Bill. You know, I've been, I've learned a lot, you know, in my time five years ago when we were in the West Prem and I thought maybe we were a little bit invincible and, and it came back to bite me on the back. Um, 
you know, going away, worked in this league for two years with Abba, has certainly given me good insight again on a coaching point of view on how to try and manage the league as well. Mm. And I think I've got to use all them experiences from them three seasons in the last five years I've had to try and put things right here for us at Alpha West. And, you know, so far, so good. You know, we're still a million miles off. We're not getting carried away. Still a heck of a lot of work to do, but really pleased in terms of the performances, the attitude, you know, the concentration. And like I said, just cut, cut them silly mistakes out and we'll be OK. You and I have been watching the boys have a kick around here tonight. And I think it's very evident that there's a great camaraderie amongst them. And I was heartened when Scott Tancock told me when I interviewed him, there's no egos here. They all know they've got a role to play and they get on with it. Yeah, Bill, we've got 21 players in our squad. We're very lucky and fortunate that with the support of the club we can do that. Because I am mindful a lot of clubs, even in our league, can't do that. But, you know... And, you know, you can only pick 11 starters, so we've got 10 disgruntled boys. Mm. But when you watch them train and, and, and the banter they have and obviously just their willingness to do their best, and then the decisions come down to us, or certainly me in terms of the selection, and then it's a case of who we think is right and, you know, that piece of jigsaw fits. Mm. And, you know, where we're at at the moment, everybody's on top of their game. You know, we've got a couple of boys coming back who've nursed injuries now, but you can hear them here tonight. They enjoy coming down here. The sessions that are laid on are really good. They're very constructive. They're very rewarding then when we come away and they've worked on things. So they've got good insight how we prepare. And like you said, it puts us then in a good stead, ready for the games ahead of us. Yeah. You mentioned those two now. You've got Kevin Druids and Flint. They're not doing brilliantly, but again, they're going to test you. And... Uh, there's no such thing as an easy game. But what about these top sides? You must be conscious of the fact that some of those, uh, you know, you had Chris Venables here on the weekend, blotted out by our boys, did a brilliant job. But you're coming across some very, very experienced players, aren't you? We are, Bill, you know. And again, I go back to we boasted 21, sorry, five players under the age of 21 last mm. Saturday. You know, a lot of homegrown players here, a lot of players who played Pembershire League three seasons ago. Yeah. And they're coming here competing against the best, which they've done over the last two weeks. And done themselves, done their families proud, done even their parent clubs proud. That's the Bluebirds manager, Wayne Jones, talking to Pure West Radio's Bill Kahn. No game this week, but still plenty to discuss. And really pleased that we're going to have Bill joining us on the show in just a few moments' time on Pure West Radio. That's after Incognito.
Incognito, sounding good for Saturday morning on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. It's Pure West Sport between now and nine o'clock. Still to come, we're going to talk to Joe Price, who was on our show on Monday, talking all about the future for women's football in Pembrokeshire. She's had quite a response to that interview we did on our Monday night debate show between eight and nine, and we'll be recapping that and reflecting on some of the discussion and some of the points that were raised. Also, Fraser Watson coming on to talk about the Wales Football Internationals coming up and what happened for Wales in the rugby last weekend. That defeat against Scotland was disappointing at Parker Scarlet's. Pure West Radio's Gordon Thomas will be with me before nine to have a look at what went wrong and what needs to be improved going forwards for the Wales side. But really pleased that Pure West Radio's Bill Kahn from the website, of course, Pembrokeshire Sport .co.uk is with us now. We just heard that excellent interview that Bill did with the manager of Haverford West County, uh, Wayne Jones. And Bill, you were down there at the Bridge Meadow watching Haverford West training and it sounded by the, the background noise and also by Wayne's mood that things were, were pretty positive down there. It was an excellent training session last night. They normally train Tuesday and Thursday, but because there's no game, they decided they would have a fun session last night. And it was fun. You could hear the background. They were having kick-arounds against each other. One touch, two touch football. You could hear them shouting if they thought someone had used three touches instead of two. And It really went well. And I spoke to Wayne. What I love about him then... After the uh, new stars, within half an hour, I was speaking to him on the phone and he was gutted, but he never, ever refuses to speak to me. And Sean Pemberton, the same as captain. So it was lovely to see him last night. We had a good chat about other things as well. But what he has to say about uh, the Bluebirds, he knows his stuff. And, you know, when you say, when he says the spirit is good, mm. it's good. So no game today, but Kevin Druid's next. Who, who's impressed mm. you so far for, for the Bluebirds um, this season, Bill? Well, obviously, um, you know, young uh, Wilson Ed, um, is, Jack Wilson is creating all the headlines. I can tell you, Scorio officials, the commentators there, are very, very impressed by him. I was talking to Dylan Ebenezer in the game last week, and he was saying for 19, he plays with a real assurance. Obviously, that he's there. Danny Williams I, I hasn't caught the eye in the same way yet. He's chasing and running, and he's a good strike partner. And uh, the new fella, uh, Mark Jones, who's a front, will take people away from those two to use their pace. But I'd always have to be uh, super impressed by Scott Pemberton, who's the number one captain, as far as I can say, I've ever seen down there. Mm. He's superb in the air. He's only six foot, uh, but he's, a, um, he's magic in the air. Only and, six uh, foot sounds I, quite tall to me, Bill. I understand. I was just going to say, but I thought it was, <laughs> you know, you'd still be looking at him. And he's, he's playing against strikers who are six foot three or six foot four. Um, alongside him, Alaric Jones is only 19, another teenager in the side alongside Jack, and he's really come of age. He's calm and assured, left foot, likes to play the ball out. Um, in midfield, I thought that was the weakness at the start, but now they've got a Corey Shepherd who's really grown uh, into the game this year, and we, they've been joined now by Elliot Scotcher, who used to play and then left to go to Carmarthen. Father Gavin was a good rugby and football player, and he gives that bit of uh, dog in midfield, if you like, as well as being skillful, you know? Mm. And... Uh, of course, you know, with boys like that, it allows Kieran Lewis, who's a wizard with the ball, in the Twitter thing that, that the chairman did the other week, he said, he was over the top, but his point was made, he loves watching um, Kieran. He's the sort of player who could find room to pass the ball if he was in a telephone box with an <laughs> elephant. A bit extravagant. Well, he's yeah. a Londoner. 
<laughs> yeah, indeed. But indeed. yeah, they're a balanced side. Young Matthew Hunter had a mistake. You know, he pointed out when you're watching the game against New Saints, it happens. But, you know, he played well again. He got injured on uh, uh, last the last game. But he battled through that and, and he showed that he's a brave boy as well. Well, listen, we'll, we'll talk more about the Bluebirds next week ahead of their game with mm. Kevin Jewett. On Monday, uh, Pure West Sports, 7 until 9, between 8 and 9, we do the second half where we talk all sorts of different Pembrokeshire issues, Pembrokeshire and beyond. And actually this week, we're, we're focusing on the fact that as of Monday, football can resume in Pembrokeshire for teams below Haverford West County's level. And I understand there's friendlies being arranged as we speak. Mm. Uh, we've got Brian Hawkins coming on. And I think we'll, we'll get some... A good opportunity with Brian to to ask a few questions because there's no doubt that this return to action for clubs in Pembrokeshire isn't going to be easy in the current no, circumstances. Not, not at all. I asked Brian to come on because as on secretary of the uh, local league, the Manwood League, he has his finger on the pulse. And I know I spoke to him for an interview, which we have to scrap because that was ready for Monday. But... Um, of course, they were the changes brought in by yeah. Mr. Drakeford. And Brian is is very honest. He's like Wayne Jones. If, if you ask him a question, he'll always try and answer. He doesn't duck it. It's a hard job because, don't forget, he's an amateur. He's the on-secretary. We touched so, on this, didn't we? Yeah, we touched on yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. But he'll come on and it's a nice chance for people to text us in a couple of questions they want. We can ask questions mm-hmm. as well. And that should be lively. And one thing they'd have to say about us, Ben, we are a topical show, aren't we? We're always looking. You know, we spoke to Wayne Jones from last night. We're talking to Brian Mm. live. And we pride ourselves on doing that. Yeah, we'll be talking to Brian on the day that that football is allowed to be played. As of Monday, November the 9th, the restrictions change. Looking forward to that. Okay, Bill, thank you very much. Have a really good sporting Saturday in, in whatever way you're able to. And thank you for being with us on Pure West Sport this morning. No problem. This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. Man, Pembrokeshire is so lovely. I just wish that I could go and see it all, you know? If only I could learn to drive. Hello? Charlie James, your time has come. Who are you? I'm Simon Mottram from Fast Track Driving School. And you, Charlie... Are coming with me. They call me baby A real life story of self discovery, driving, and Pembrokeshire. Fast Track Charlie, in association with Fast Track Driving School. Book a lesson at 01437 767 686 or go to fasttrackdrivingschool.co.uk for more information on their offers, including lessons for under 17s. Over 5 million homes are at risk of flooding, yet many people don't realise they're in danger. Even if you've never been flooded before, it can happen to you. Protect your family and home. Prepare, act, survive. Prepare a bag including medicines and insurance documents. Act by moving important items upstairs or as high as possible. Survive by listening to emergency services. Search what to do in a flood and sign up to flood warnings on gov.uk. During lockdown, you might have been doing more exercise. Probably more eating. You've definitely been doing more listening. So now as more shops are reopening, it's time to treat yourself and revamp your radio. You'll discover brand new stations, more music, talk, news and entertainment. It's as easy as upgrading to a DAB digital radio available online and in-store from John Lewis, Curries and Argos. 
Look for the tick on approved products. It means the radio includes DAB and DAB+. Find out more, including which stores are reopening where and when, at getdigitalradio.com. Love radio. Go digital. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. Pure West Radio.
ABC and a look of love on Pure West Radio. Saturday morning, I'm Ben Stone. It's Pure West Sport until nine o'clock this morning. I'm really good to have your company. And we're going to talk football now because Wales faced two Nations League games against Ireland and Finland, plus a friendly against the USA. But preparations have been disrupted following the arrest of manager Ryan Giggs on suspicion of assaulting his girlfriend, Giggs denies the allegations but is stepping aside following discussions with the FAW hierarchy and Rob Page will lead the side. We're joined now by Pure West Radio's Fraser Watson. He's going to look ahead to these matches and Fraser there's no doubt this is a a tricky situation for Wales. Yes absolutely Ben it's come at the worst possible time as you just touched upon then obviously the Ryan Giggs situation will develop it's too early for us to pass any kind of judgment on that yet but it um, you can't mask the fact that it potentially throws Wales into turmoil now it's a huge week Wales. They have the friendly against America. That's not so significant. I expect them to play a very experimental side against that. But these two Nations League games coming up now, Republic of Ireland and Finland, both home games, two wins. We'll see them top that Nations League group, which means which means rising up the, the world rankings, which has huge bearings on future qualification groups. So this really has come at a difficult time for mm. Wales to get done without Absolutely. It's important to say um, at this stage, Giggs denies the allegations, but he is stepping aside from these three matches. So the man who will be in charge of the Wales side is assistant coach Rob Page, former Wales international himself, quite well regarded as a coach. What do we know about Page and, and how do you think he'll adapt to these three matches now that he's in charge? Well, he will be taking advice from Giggs. They, they, he will be in communication with him. I think it's a sensible decision at this stage. Look, Robbie Page, who's been around the Welsh setup for such a long time, first as a player, and as you just mentioned there on the coaching squad. And he will just try and stay out the limelight, I think. He has done that this week. There's been no kind of press conference. I don't think he needs to be put out there in front of the media to answer questions that he simply doesn't doesn't know the answers to. So they obviously are trying to minimise the distraction in the FAW. And I think for him, he'll just get his head down and get on with the job. Um, and he's got a game against America. I don't think he'd be too concerned about that. That may be a chance to give some squad players and to, a, a go and to rotate a bit. But no, I think it, it was a sensible choice for now, Ben. And, it, I, and if we turn our attention to matters on the pitch then, Fraser, the, the last camp was a good one for Wales. And I know they lost the, the game 3-0 to England. Actually came out of that with, with some credit because it was a very young Wales side that, that did go toe-to-toe with, with England, I thought, for quite long periods of that game. Uh, then the draw in Ireland and the win in Bulgaria in the two competitive games in the Nations League made that quite a good October camp. And uh, they'll come into this one looking to build on that momentum from those two Nations League games, won't they? Yes, absolutely. I mean, the, the nature of the international calendar at the moment makes it very awkward. So like that England game, they've got this American game coming up now on the um, Thursday, 12th of November, which they could really do without when you've got two competitive games in six games to, uh, to follow up after that. So, yeah, the, the, the England performance was disappointing, but it was quite insignificant in the context of things. And that's what I'm saying. I think whilst they could do without this American fixture, I, I can't see them going gung-ho for that. I think they'll play a very, very much changed side. It really is all about the two fixtures on, on Sunday and Wednesday. And like mm. you said, if I in this Nations League. Defensively, they've been rock solid. It's been clean sheet after clean sheet. And I think it'll just be a case of getting the results in those two games. 
Uh, it might well explain why they've named quite a large group, actually, 29 players in the squad. Uh, the, the key areas we, we were looking at, well, well, one, I think, will be Gareth Bale's return to the international arena, um, having just edged himself back to fitness with, with Spurs. He, he'll be important for Wales. And, and around the goalkeeping situation as well, uh, with Wayne Hennessy and Adam Davis both out, we'd expect Danny Ward to be the number one for these three games and some cover there with, with Owen Fon Williams and Tom King coming in. Would you say those are the main areas we, we were focusing on as the squad was announced for these three games? Well, it would have been then, but obviously there is the um, the now almost standard concern of Anne Ramsey picking up a knock mm. the week for Juventus in the Champions League. Yet again, there's going to be a concern over his, his fitness and they need him fit and firing. He's so crucial to Wales. Obviously, Bale returning, I think the whole of Wales, let alone yourself, rejoiced um, last <laughs> Sunday in the Gulf uh, Spurs against Brighton a huge boost if he comes back fit Tom Lawrence James Lawrence Tom Yo- uh, Lockyer all returning as well the goalkeeping situation is a concern Ben there's no doubt about that Danny Ward I think Danny Ward I think undoubtedly be, undoubtedly be the number one for the last two games but you're talking a keeper there very good potentials but 10 appearances for Leicester in two and a half seasons mm. none of the league it's not a a move that's worked out for him. You're looking at the backup, Owen Fine-Williams, who at the age of 33 has only had one cap for Wales, and Newport County goalkeeper Tom King as well, who's yet to be capped. But, you know, there, there could be a nice touch here as well. And I think this is something that is more likely to happen in the USA game. As mentioned there, we've got Newport County goalkeeper um, Tom King. Josh Sheehan is one of three uncapped players in the squad as well. And, and were they to appear at any point, would be the first Newport players to represent Wales since leaving to Brazil in June 1983. Wow. In this bit of history this week as well, as well as obviously two crucial fixtures. And we'll keep a close eye on that and, of course, wish Wales all the best for those three games that are coming up. We're going to talk women's football in Pembrokeshire specifically with Joe Price. How do we get more girls playing the game here? Continuing a conversation we started on Monday's show. And we'll talk rugby with Pure West Sports' Gordon Thomas before nine o'clock this morning here on Pure West Radio. Tears like strawberries on a summer evening And it sounds just like a song I want more berries And that summer feeling It's so wonderful and warm Breathe me in Breathe me
And it sounds just like a song I want your belly And that summer feeling I don't know if I could ever go without What a new sugar Harry Styles on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. And on Monday on Pure West Sport, between 8 and 9 in the evening, we do the second half and we put it live on our Facebook page. And I'm joined by Bill Kahn and Gordon Thomas and Fraser Watson to talk about local issues in Pembrokeshire and beyond. We had a great discussion with former Wales international goalkeeper Joe Price about the future of women's football in Pembrokeshire. And the debate sparked some really, really good reaction. And Joe's with us now just to reflect on that. Joe, you had lots of people get in contact. Many, many messages on Twitter and Facebook asking about the league. And more so that people were shocked that there wasn't a women's league in Pembrokeshire anymore. Um, many of the former players um, that, that were in the league, especially some of my half the West teammates, um, were texting me saying they could not believe that there wasn't a league anymore. So, um, but yeah, certainly it certainly sparked some discussions um, and there's been further conversations with representatives from the FAW as well and um, the league secretary for the girls and uh, in Pembrokeshire. So yeah, it, it's really sparked some conversations, which has been really positive. And I, th- I think the, it was the absence of the league setup that, that we focused on. Um, and what we didn't want to do, obviously, was take attention away from the, the good work that does go on in schools and, and we're all about really ha- how we can enhance that interest and, and really do something to further develop the the girls game in Pembrokeshire. That's right yeah and I think you know and any form of football or any opportunity to that that any women uh, wom- women or any young girls that want to participate is is much appreciated and like you said the work that goes on in the schools already um, that is fantastic but yeah definitely the more opportunities that we can promote the better. I thought one interesting aspect to the the conversation you actually brought it up on Monday was the the level of, of distance that, that girls have to travel to actually be able to play competitive football when, when they're based this this far west and and that was a, a theme that came up with some of the people that were commenting on our Facebook page that that is a real issue. Yeah and I mean gosh you've got um, girls that are 13, 14, 15, um, they'll be going to school all day. I know that things have changed uh, recently due to COVID and they're at home studying more, but um, in, in, a, in a normal world, they'd be in school all day, having to get up early, um, make sure they're doing their homework in the car a lot of the time. And this, just, this isn't just girls, but it, it's boys as well that are in you know, the Swansea Academy, Cardiff Academies and things like that. But yeah, it's, it's a real commitment. And then sometimes they're not back till 11, half 11 at night and then have to get up for school in the morning and, and go through that process again. 
So um, yeah, it, it, it is it is difficult having to travel all that way. And I, I would like to see some develop, developments made and um, some op more opportunities for women and girls in Pembrokeshire. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a watch this space at the moment, I think. Do, do you think this is something that we that needs to be taken to FAW level? That was one of the suggestions that, that, were, that was made on Monday. Is that something that you think you'd look to tap into? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I, I wouldn't be able to do it by myself. Um, but it's, it's more than a, a one person job, I think. But um, yeah, you know, the links at Halford West Academy as well mm. with Mark, who is the assistant coach. Um, he's part of his role is to promote the girls and women's game as well. He was explaining, which I didn't even know about. So that that's just a positive example of the conversations that have been sparked as a result of Monday's discussion. Um, but yes, definitely something to take to the FAW with all of the other people that are already involved um, in, in the Pembrokeshire Girls League at the moment. And do you think a successful outcome to sparking some of this discussion and seeing the interest levels would be a league returning to Pembrokeshire? Yeah. I think um, long term, I think it would be unrealistic for us to think that short term we're going to have a league in September with you know 10 competitive teams mm. in it. Um, but I think, I personally, I think the way forward uh, would be potentially to start a five-a-side league uh, to grow the interest in the in the women's and girls game, as well as promoting opportunities for more coaches as well. So, you know, not everybody wants to play or, you know, injuries uh, or illnesses might might stop them from playing but certainly to raise um, opportunities for people to become coaches as well as well as referees so you know that gosh the, the opportunities are endless and I think that um, there's so many people that do do a lot of hard work um, off the pitch at the moment and trying to promote the game but I think more people now need to get involved and um, and, and help with that because like I said on Monday it's a real sad situation that there isn't that opportunity now. Joe, we're going to have to leave it there for now, but thank you very much for being with us both on Monday and again today, and we will return to that subject, no doubt, in the weeks ahead. Frank Talking takes over at nine on Pure West Radio. Just before that, we're going to look back on two defeats for Wales in the rugby against France and against Scotland last Saturday, and also look forward to the Autumn Internationals. We'll do that in the company of Gordon Thomas next on Pure West Radio.
I've heard people say that It's the weekend on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. This is Pure West Sport. We finish today's show by talking rugby with Gordon Thomas, Pure West Sport's very own. And we're going to look at the last two internationals for Wales and also the the games that are coming up this month. And Gordon, the last two results, certainly, were a bit disappointing. Yeah, of course it was, Ben. I mean, um, we were hoping Wales were going to really come out all guns blazing against Scotland. Um, it didn't happen. Um, I, I, uh, it's hard to put a finger on the reason why. I think the, the French defeat would have obviously um, scuppered their uh, confidence. But, you know, uh, we, we are, you know, fickle in Wales. We, we want our national team to win every time they go out. Um, you know, it's a small nation, uh, Wales, and they definitely punch above their weight. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because they are current, well, they're ranked fourth in the world after the World Cup, but after the Six Nations, where they finish second from bottom, uh, they will actually be um, eighth on the world rankings. Yes. But but lo and behold, it doesn't affect their World Cup standings because when the World Cup sta- uh, does go ahead, they will still be fourth ranked. So they're going to be one of the top seeds. But uh, they need to sort their uh, their act together going into the uh, Autumn Cup. Yeah, what, what do you put it down to, Gordon? Um, obviously, a, a change in coaching staff in the head coach, but also some of the, the backroom team as well. Uh, do we just have to accept this is a transition period? Yeah, we definitely got to accept that. Uh, you know, Wayne Pivot took over from uh, the massive boots to fill Warren Gatland. Uh, he was appointed on a four-year contract. It's been a difficult uh, transition. Uh, Wales have lost five games in a row now, not just the two before mm-hmm. we've just spoke about. Um, I just hope the WRU show a little bit of patience and give him a bit more time to bed in. As I, uh, you know, on the he's, he is an, um, an int- he, he's a coach that has done well in uh, recent years, you know. Pivak uh, had a decent spell with the Scarlets, so in my humble opinion, uh, he has the credentials to adopt uh, uh, coaching style at international level. Um, mm. His backroom staff is interesting, really. Ben, he's got Stephen Jones as yes. his uh, assistant. He's the fly-off. Uh, he has bags of experience at international level, obviously, and has close associations with him at the Scarlet. Um, they brought in uh, legend prop Gethin Jenkins instead of um, Sam Warburton. Seemed a strange one to me that. Perhaps Sam didn't have enough time on his hands to dedicate uh, to the Welsh coaching staff. I don't know what the reason was. But they got Byron um, Hayward and Jonathan Humphreys and also uh, Neil mm. Jenkins as uh, the kicking uh, expert. And they've held on to the uh, the fitness coach, Paul Strygen. So the fitness level should be just the same as what Warren Gatland was going through, to be honest with you. Mm. You know, they, they should... It, it, it is difficult. Uh, Pivik has coached at international level before. We mustn't forget he was at Fiji. Uh, that was before he moved to the Scarlet in 2014 uh, to coach uh, mm. the Scarlet. Uh, and he also led uh, the Scarlets to the Pro 14 title in 2017. So he, he's you, got pedigree, you know, hasn't he? Yeah, he, he has, has got the yeah. pedigree. He has got the pedigree, definitely. And um, he'll get tested again soon, won't he, Gordon? Because he'll have to recover from these last two defeats and, and his coaching staff because it's a busy November with the, with the Autumn Cup that you just touched on. 
the first game is a, it's a real tough one, mate. It's out at the Aviva Stadium against Ireland. So, you know, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, it's, it's, you know, Wales will have to be um, really focused and get their act together for that particular game. So, and then if they do, um, if they do actually win that, then that can completely change the whole group because um, they'll be in with Georgia. Who they England, should beat, yeah. And you know, uh, if they can win both of those games, it's all ifs and buts. We know that, Ben. But if they can, then they could get into a playoff final. But mm. it's going to be difficult with the the way things have started in the beginning of this. Uh, that's right. And if they do get to the playoff final, that's at the start of December, I believe, isn't it? I think. Yeah, um, Saturday, yeah early December on. December that's been marked for mm. then. So mm. um, we'll mm. just have to keep our fingers crossed. And hope that uh, Wales can go on and do well in this autumn uh, cup competition. Yeah, and that first game against Ireland is Friday the thirteenth, and we hope it won't be unlucky for, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for and his coaching team. Yeah, and and, and Gordon, we'll, yeah. we'll talk to you a, a great deal more about those. I think you'll have your eye on those internationals for us. So uh, we'll we'll follow those in, in the autumn cup.